Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I am so, so, so even more excited for today's show than I think I've been with any show, because how do you thank someone for changing your life just because they believed in you? And they believed in you when you weren't even sure how to talk about what it is you wanted to do next. And my guest today is that person who changed my life because they believed in me after I sold my tech company and thought that I wanted to be an author. And I wanted to have them on my radio show today because everybody should know this amazing man and the wisdom that he has. And this is one of my ways of thanking him so much publicly um, for how he changed my life by becoming my publisher and believing in me before I had ever written a single word of my now 90-plus week best-selling book, which I just checked yesterday, and it is still a best-selling book in Australia, and it's like number 200 in three other countries around the world and in the U.S. still, and my book came out in 2012. So it's kind of exciting to know that this man shifted the direction of my life. So I want to introduce you to Rick Frischman, publisher at Morgan James Publishing in New York and the founder of Planned Television Arts, which is now called Media Connect. He's been one of the leading book publicists in America for over 38 years. He's worked with many of the top book editors, literary agents, and publishers in America, including Simon & Schuster, HarperCollins, and Random House. The list of authors that he's worked with when he had the... The planned television arts company include Mitch Album, Bill Moyer, Stephen King, Caroline Kennedy, Howard Stern, President Carter, I love this one, Sophia Loren, um, Arnold Palmer, Jackie Collins, who we just lost a couple of days ago. Um, and, and the list goes on and on and on. He, with Morgan James, they publish fiction and nonfiction. My book was a nonfiction book. They give a portion of every book sold to Habitat for Humanity. He himself is a media celebrity, okay? He's appeared on hundreds of radio shows, including mine now, Oprah, Fox News, Bloomberg. He's been in the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. The list goes on and on and on. He's shared stages with Richard Branson, the Dalai Lama, Jack Canfield. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you what this man has accomplished beyond helping me accomplish my goals. He's written 18 books, but he will tell you he has the worst writing abilities in the world, yet he's written 18 number one in international best-selling books. He and his lovely, lovely, lovely wife, Robbie, live on Long Island. They have two adorable Havanese puppies. I love Cody and Cooper. And they have three kids, Adam, Rachel, Adam, Rachel, and Stephanie. And I consider him a dear friend. So please welcome to the show, Rick Frischman. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. So hopefully they all will be able to. And we have listeners, Rick. From as far away as Singapore, Australia, um, France, UK, Ireland, and and of course all over the United States. So you are talking to an international audience right now. Fabulous. Well, it's great to be with you, and I'm so proud of you, Laura, and what you've done. And uh, uh, and I'm proud to be your book publisher as well. I mean, uh, uh, getting that book out of you and working on the cover and doing everything. Uh, so it, it, it was just perfect. It was uh, you know that's what uh, what book publishing is all about. It's changing and editing and making sure it's it's just right. 
And you actually had me speaking for the very first time about my book and my book process at your event, Author 101. So I want to thank you for that because, you know, I've spoken tons about technology and everything, but I'd never spoken about that. And you gave me the opening to your event. So I'm so That's grateful. right. And you gonna... opened it and, and, and got the world, you know, got the whole audience excited about being an author and the possibilities and what you've done. And, um, uh, you know, in changing the world, you're making a difference. Now you have a radio show, you know, you're reaching, you know, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people on your book, an international bestseller, um, just because you had the vision that you wanted to, to get this done. And, uh, that's really what we want to help folks with today is, uh, realizing that, uh, it's there for you and, and you can do it. Now, you've been in publishing and PR for a long time, you know, over 38-plus years. You've, you've been on Oprah. You've been in every major publications. What do you think it is about publishing that continues to capture the world's imagination? Well, I think, first of all, publishing has changed. I mean, publishing in general is an antiquated business. Uh, it has a model from the 30s um, where... You know, we send books to bookstores, and then, you know, we wait for a while, and then they send them all back. It takes two years to get a book out, and the good news is that that's all changing. I mean, it's just like the record business where, you know, people don't go to Tower Records anymore and buy and buy records at a record store. They just download it into their phone in 10 seconds and have everything there. Well, publishing is... is starting to be like that as well. I mean, we still have bookstores, but now you all who are listening today have power, and you can get your message out quickly. I mean, we publish books. Uh, I'm a publisher at Morgan James Publishing. We publish about 150 books a year. Um, we can get a book out in about 10 weeks. Uh, we can get it in bookstores across America, plus have it available Um as an ebook, uh, as a download immediately, uh, so people don't have to wait a year or two years to get their message out. And there's help available where you don't have to beg an editor from Simon and Schuster to pitch your book to a publishing board. They take all of your rights and they get the book out two years later, and then no one ever sees the book. So um, I think people are feeling uh, empowered and feeling that they can actually get it done and make a difference and change the world. And they don't have to beg editors who are, you know, been in HarperCollins for 50 years and, you know, still think they're doing it from the third. Um, it, it's, there's a new way. And, uh, and once you get your book out, uh, of course, uh, we have to let the world know that it's there through radio shows like this and blogs and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter um, and uh, going to events, etc. So it's a never-ending process. Uh, uh, first, you know, writing the book, getting it out, and then uh, continuing to let the world know that you are there, that your message is there, is there and that you can, uh, that people should, should continue to come back to your site and hear what you have to say. So it's really, I mean, you and I have talked about this several times about how publishing has changed. You know, self-publishing completely changed the face of publishing, yet everybody still wants, so many people that I talk to still want 
more traditional publishing or the hybrid publishing because they feel it gives them another level of credibility over the self-publishing. You know, when you started out in the industry, it was just the big guys, you know, Simon and Schuster, um, you know, Random House, all, all the big guys were out there. And like you said, it could take 18 months or more, sometimes two years from when you finished your book before it actually comes out. How do you think that that change to the publishing um, methods has impacted the quality of the books that are out there? Great question. Well, let's just explain the different ways of publishing for those uh, who... It's a very complicated thing. People get mixed up about it. I do. It changes so fast. So, So number one is traditional publishing, which you just mentioned, the Simon Schuster... Harper Collins, Hyperion, etc., uh, which now they're like five conglomerates that own everybody. Um, so it's like Hanap and Crown and all these, you know, even Doubleday, they were all little publishers at one point, and now they're owned by a major conglomerate, whether it be Simon Schuster, um, whether it be Harper Collins, and they're all owned by even bigger conglomerates. So Harper Collins is owned actually by Rupert Murdoch, by Fox, you know, um, uh, News Corp. But Simon Schuster is owned by Viacom. So they're all owned by by conglomerates who only care about the bottom line. Okay, and making money. Um, and it used to be again that, uh, as you said, they take all the rights. I mean, you, it's still this way where if you get published by a major publisher, they take your rights. It'll still take a year or longer to get the book out. Uh, They will get some books out in bookstores, but you'll have the name, you know, Simon & Schuster on your book, which has a certain amount of credibility. Uh, Generally, they don't give a lot of uh, uh, a big advance. I mean, you used to hear where, you know, people get millions of dollars. The average advance is about $1,500 or less for an unknown author. But that's kind of the... The old traditional way of publishing. Okay, and can we take one step back? Because I know a sure. lot of people don't truly understand what an advance is. Oh, even better. Okay, an advance is, okay, so um, they, I, I send in my, uh, basically you need a book proposal. We'll talk about that. And a book proposal gets you a literary agent. A literary agent will then take your book proposal, which says who you are, what's the book about, what's your platform uh, I mean, how many people follow you? Been, if you have your own radio show, et cetera, what are you going to do when the book comes out? You know, how many people get your newsletter? Have you been on, you know, newspapers in the past and what will you do in the future? What websites do you have? That's kind of your life. And then the agent sells it to an editor at a major, sends it to an editor at a major house who goes into their publishing board and tries to get the publishing board to say, okay, we'll publish your book. And if they say yes, they will give you a little bit of money in advance before the book comes out. And that's called an advance. Um, Now, if you've been, you know, uh, if you're Donald Trump or a huge name, they will give you a lot of money. But most of us are not household names. And so for most of us normal folks, they'll give us a $1,000 or $2,000 advance and then um, they'll give us half when we sign the contract and the other half when they accept the book and we send in a completed book. And that's then an advance on that, future sales. Right. But then you don't get any more money 
until you've sold enough books to earn back your advance, meaning your futures royalties, sales, pay back the publisher, and you don't get any more money until they're paid back the advance they gave yeah, I love. And, uh, we're going to go into commercial break, Rick. But I, okay, I love yes. that fact explaining advance because I can't tell you how many authors that I coach and they're like, "Oh, but I get the money, I get to keep it, and it's wonderful." And that's so not the way it works. So thank you for that. We'll be right back after the commercial <laughs> break with more from the amazing Rick Frischman, publisher of Morgan James Publishing. If you have any questions and want to call in and ask, you can call to seven seven two seven seven eight. 3500. We'll be right back after this commercial break with more from Rick Frischman. Rick, before the break, we were talking about the, the changes to publishing, and you were explaining traditional publishing and advances. Uh, let's continue on with that conversation about the different kinds of publishing that are out there now. Yes. Okay, great. So, um, traditional publishing, we just talked about a little bit, is. Um, uh, you know, the old way of doing it, now there's new ways, which uh, and there's good and there's bad. So the new way, the, the other uh, end of the spectrum is, is self-publishing, which is now known as POD, which stands for Print on Demand. And there are lots of other uh, publishing companies out there, like dozens and dozens. But I'll, I'll mention a few that, um, that are well-known, Ex Libris, Author House, um, Create Space is probably the biggest. They're owned by Amazon. And they can get your books out um, in as little as three months. Um, you retain your own property, your know, intellectual property right. They do a lot of the work. And it's uh, a new, easier way of getting your book out faster. And uh, it's sort of the minor leagues of publishing. The good news is you can get your book out quickly. And it's available on Amazon and as an ebook. The bad news is that um, the book will generally never be in a bookstore because they're printed on demand. Literally, someone orders the book today; it's printed this afternoon and shipped out tomorrow. So they they print one book at a time. So uh, and it's not returnable. So bookstores will not have your book. People can get your book. On Amazon or as an ebook. Um, the other negative, and you mentioned this before, Laura, is credibility. Is anyone can have their book done POD print on demand? Uh, you just send them your uh, your manuscript. You pay your money, and they print your book. Um, and so there's not that much credibility in the average e, uh, POD book, print on demand book, sells under 100 copies in its lifetime. In fact, usually the only people that buy your book is someone that either birthed you or married you. <laughs> so not a lot of people. So um, it's the old-fashioned vanity press books in the basement, it, but yeah. it doesn't have to be because, like, look at The Martian, right? He, he self-published that, and it's about to be launched into movie theaters, and he ended up getting a traditional book deal, right, because of how well the book was doing um, when he self-published it, and now Matt Damon is the star of The Martian about to come out. So, I mean, there's, there are aberrations in that. There are. There are hundreds of thousands of books that come out print on the man every year, and some of them actually sell. And for those that sell, um, the traditional publishers like me come in and swoop them up and say, hey, I want to publish your book. So 
sometimes they are, you know, they do sell off. We've done publicity or just taken off, and they get picked up by a traditional publisher. Uh, but most POD books don't, but it's a great way of just getting going. Um, and the nice thing is you still retain your rights, so if a major publisher wants it, you can sell your book to them uh, after that. Uh, but again, POD books, great. It's kind of the minor leagues of publishing, but it's changed the world. Here's something for all of you to be aware of, though. Um, a lot of these POD publishers, you know, get you in for $500 and say, okay, we'll publish your book very cheaply, but then here's where they make their money. They upsell you to all these packages that you don't need. So don't ever sign up for the other packages. The average POD author spends, believe it or not, $8,000 on stuff they don't need from the POD publisher, and that's where they make their money. So if you do go to CreateSpace or iUniverse or any of these to get your book done, um, just do the very cheapest, the very simple, but don't sign up for any of the other add-ons because that's all junk that you don't need. Um, the middle ground, and, and that's what we do at Morgan James Publishing, and you mentioned it before, is we're a hybrid publisher, and we're kind of, our, our model's taking off because it's kind of the best of both worlds and that we can get your book out in as little as 10 weeks. We don't take your intellectual property rights, but we're a traditional publisher, and we have uh, 41 reps that sell our books into bookstores all across America. Uh, they work for Ingram Publishing Services, and Ingram is the biggest wholesaler in the world. Um, and you are involved with every step of the way um, uh, in terms of interior design, cover. In fact, I remember, Laura, when your book came out, we got the first design of your cover, and you and I looked at it and went, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> I don't think those are the exact words we used, but, uh, yeah, it was something we can't say on radio. <laughs> exactly. But then we redid it, and we got the designer in, and then we didn't stop until we had a design that you and I and our publishing team were proud of and loved. So the nice thing is you were involved every step of the way with every part of the book, and it didn't come out until we were all really happy with it. And... Uh, um, and we have it not only as an ebook on Amazon, but in bookstores as well. So it's a little bit of the best of both worlds. It, it, and here's, then, here's something I just want to, since we were talking about covers, let's just throw in a little tip about cover design that you told me when we were struggling to find the right cover and I couldn't see it. You told me to go to bookstores, go to libraries, even go on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com and start looking at book covers and writing down what I liked and what I didn't like about different covers so that I could begin to describe to the um, artist that was designing my cover what I sort of was looking for. And I thought that was a brilliant piece of advice because covers do matter. And it's so subjective. So we're talking about fonts. We're talking about color designs. We're talking about steel. So you have to say, you know, it's a little bit like this book, but also I want a little bit of that one in it. And, and, and so really for all of you out there, you know, do your homework. Uh, go to bookstores. Actually go to real-life bookstores and see which book turns you on on the, on the shelf and then why. What is the color? What's the font? What's, you know, uh, was it testimonials? What is it that drew your eye to? What was pleasing to you? And then also 
Look at the ones that just turn you off so you understand, wow, this is a, a cover design that I hate and that I don't want my book to look like. And, and then, um, you know, what I did with my book covers when we got down to a couple of the final ones, I actually went into local bookstores and random places around showing people, stopping them on the street, asking them what they think the book is about and what and whether they would buy it. And that helped me refine the final book cover. Now you can do it on social media as well. I just wanted right. to do it in person at the bookstore in the department where my book was going to be sold, the section of the bookstore. Let me give the audience a tip about about uh, titles. I have 18 books out, um, and there's been a study, but basically my rule about title is your title should be one to five words. So my books are Where's Your Wow, Guerrilla Publicity, Guerrilla Marketing for Writers. But think about books, Blink, you know, The Firm, et cetera. So one to five words. A lot of novels are, are one word or two words. Um, and then they stay that way. I mean, if you think of John Grisham, most of his books are two-word titles. Um, but stay with one to five words. If it's a nonfiction book, then your subtitle is the promise of the book. What are people going to get out of it when they, uh, um, when they pick up your book? Okay, and uh, we're going to go way, into the news wait. break, so I don't want you to get cut off mid-word. So during this news break, everybody, I'd like you to think about what is the potential title for your new book, one to five words, and what's the promise of the book in the subtitle? And we'll be right back after the news break with more from Rick Fishman. The news break, did anybody come up with a new book title? One to five words, and what is the promise of your book? If you want to talk to us about it, call us at 772 778 Zero, zero. Obviously, if you are listening to this on our um, top podcast on iTunes or on Stitcher, we've been 10 weeks on What's Hot now on iTunes. So thank you, everybody, for doing that. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe because it really helps the show get noticed. So if you're listening on there, tweet out to at the Laura Stewart what your book titles are that you're looking to do. So, Rick, um, we were talking about the book titles and everything, and you know, you're giving us so much great content right here and I don't have enough time in this show to do it. I mentioned earlier that you had me speak at one of your conferences about my experience writing the book and and you know I shared a lot of tips and strategies and different things for people from what I learned. And you have this an amazing event called Author 101. And I I'd love for you to share about it because to me that event was so transformative for me. You know, I had met you at another event that uh, Brendan Burchard had run. I met you and David Hancock. But then I spent six weeks writing a book proposal based on what you told me to do, and I turned it in the day before I flew out to Author 101. And at Author 101, I met two agents who wanted to sign me. I met my literary attorney, and I met amazing people that have helped me um, along my way as an author take my books and, and my message to another level. And it's, it's an amazing event. Can you talk about that to everybody? Sure. Uh, and we want, you know, everyone to uh, have what happened to you have happened <laughs> to them, which is we want your word to get out. And uh, Author 101 University, we do twice a year. Just go to author101.com. Um, and uh, the next one is October 22 to 24 in Los Angeles, right at the L.A. airport. And you don't need a car. Uh, and rooms are only $119, and we can even get you a roommate if you want. Um, 
but this is a place where we teach you how to be an author. We teach you how to write your book, but it's one of the only places in the country, um, even in the world, where you can pitch your book to literary agents, to literary uh, attorneys, uh, to publishers, and get answers right on the spot. And that's what happened with you. It's kind of speed dating for authors, where normally you can't ever get to a publisher, and you can't ever get to a literary agent. But here, um, they are on a panel, and they are in meet and greet where you can pitch them and bring your book proposal, or even just a one sheet. Don't worry if your book isn't even done. It's okay. Just write one sheet on who you are and how you're going to change the world and what your book's going to be about and what your websites are, et cetera. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But it's, uh, you, you end up being around people who are like-minded people who are trying to do great things. We give a portion of every book that we publish at Morgan James, The Habitat for Humanity. So we tend to, to have people who come who are like-minded who like to give back and want to help the world. Yes, we also teach you how to make money and how to make money on the Internet and how to build your business. So all of you, you know, I'm sure need to know that information and how to really, um, you know, surf the Internet and, and get your websites up and, and, and make money and build up a back end, meaning people want to buy all your stuff. Um, but we want you to come because it, it's time for you to make a difference in the world. So go to author101.com. It's nice and easy. Um, you can get our, our Rolodex there, a lot of free information, but you'll see who's speaking. Um, I mean, just to give you an example, there's one lady who we met a few years ago um, who is a, the, learned from uh, Brendan Burchard and J.J. Virgin, and she had a diet book coming out called The Virgin Diet, and she learned the same strategies that we are teaching, and now she's number one best-selling author, but in addition has a huge product line back in, you know, where she's making lots of money every day while she sleeps. And that's, she'll be there teaching um, and uh, how she did it, and she was unknown just a few years ago. And she's so, a multiple New York Times best-selling author. Right, exactly. So, and she's coming just because she wants to tell her story and because she's a friend. And, um, and, and it will, you know, the people who come, people who are coming from all over the world are just like you. So it's not only the speakers who are there and the literary agents and the publishers, but it's the people in the audience. For instance, I met David Hancock, my partner in Morgan Jesus Publishing, by going to an event. I met Laura at a different event. So when you actually show up and go to events, it changes your life. Uh, Brendan Bouchard, who we mentioned before, he came to our event many, many years ago. He was broke. He was actually bankrupt. He borrowed money from his parents. I met him and uh, loved his book proposal and uh, introduced him to his literary agent, Scott Hoffman, who will be at Author 101 University. And we took him under our wing, and uh, we got his first book published. Uh, and then I had the honor of uh, publishing the second book, The Millionaire Messenger. and uh, Which became Brendan a New York Times now, bestseller. New York Times bestseller, uh, absolutely. And he got, and this is public uh, knowledge, but after um, we published his book, he got a $2 million advance from Simon Schuster because he had his own, I've mentioned it three times already, he had it, he, his own intellectual property rights. We didn't take them so he could sell them to somewhere else. 
called Brendan K. Norvent, and he was broke. So I know that many of you listening, you know, it, it's hard, and money is tight. But, um, we, you know, it will change your life just being around positive energy, positive people. And, again, we want your book to come out, but we also want to teach you how to make more money every day so that you're not struggling. And that's what this is about as well. So it's October 22 to 24. Um, and, uh, by the way, my website is rickfrishman.com. Uh, all of you need to have your own name. Uh, so if you go to rickfrishman.com, there's lots of great free info there. And you can email me, and I respond to all emails. Rick and and he does. <laughs> I do. I swear I do. So Rick at Rick Frischman, R-I-C-K-F-R-I-S-H-M-A-N.com. Um, so if you have, uh, if you're struggling and you have, uh, um, have a problem, I will even offer, you know, two scholarships to listeners. Just if you're, um, it's not about the money. If you're, you know, having a tough time, send me an email and tell me, where you're at, and we'll see what we can do to help you get there. Oh, thanks um, for doing that, Rick. But, uh, and one other tip, by the way, all of you need to have your own website. And I have a great website getter, URL getter, called rickscheapdomains.com. It's $9.99, the cheapest place to get URLs, and here's your homework. I want you to get, like, Laura has her name, you know, .com, and many other ones. I have rickfrishman.com. I own about 100 URLs. You should have your name.com, misspellings of your name. You should, uh, remember we told you to write your, your title down, one to five words. You need to own the title of your book. So I own wheresyourwow.com, but I would also own wheresyourwowbook.com. But these are things, the tips that I want you to start doing now is to start reserving all these URLs. And last tip is get the URLs. URL, by the way, if you don't understand it, the www dot. That's what a URL is. Okay, um, so get your kids' names and your grandchildren's name as well. You're going to need it down the road, and it's all just nine ninety five. And you just do it for one year, and you can let it go. But you need to own your name and the title of your book, and bring that with you to author one one dot com uh, to author one one university. Um, we're here to help you get your voice out and. And also help you make some more money because money is a good thing. Uh, you can pay for your kids' college education. You can build houses. Uh, we actually helped build a village in Kenya, an Author 101 University Village. So we're all about helping folks, you know, make more money and give back. Because really, being an author, it's not just about if you publish it, they will come. It's a business, and you need to understand it, especially if you want to get a book deal correct? I mean, that's one of the things I really learned and got. But, you know, I owned a business. So I, I get that just because I, I want to write a book doesn't mean it's going to be successful. And Author 101 really teaches you about the business of being an author. And, and I love that about the message. And a lot of the things that we're talking about today are the business about being an author. It's not just about I'm going to write a book. You need to understand what sells. You need to know the marketing behind it, some of the science behind the choices that you're making about the book, how to figure out what category your book is going to sell in. And, and that's not an easy thing for authors is to figure out the category. Nonfiction obviously is a little different than fiction. Um, it's a little more clear cut in fiction, right? Mystery, sci-fi, uh, romance, that kind of stuff. And you do do fiction at Author 101 as well. 
Yes, if you're a novelist, I mean, we have, we were looking, we actually publish fiction, children's books, space books, but we also have agents there who are looking for fiction, and a fiction is a story. Uh, you know, a novel is a story that not only can come out as a book, but then down the road can be made into a movie. All these movies that you see out there, they were first books usually um, that got turned into movies or TV shows. So uh, a, a novel is a wonderful story that keeps people, you know, reading. And uh, so we're, you know, if you're a novelist, we want you to come. If you're a nonfiction, if you have a Christian book or a Facebook or even a children's book, you know, we're, we have folks that can help you. And... Uh, and teach you not only you know, the, the process of writing a book. I mean, Laura said it before, I am the worst writer in America. Uh, and yet I have 18 books out. I'm working on two more because I know the process on how to write a book, which is um, I, I actually talk my books, and I have great ghostwriters that help me, and we'll teach you exactly how you can get a book done in, in like, you know, a month just by talking your book and having it transcribed. So you don't have to be a great writer. You just have to have great content and want to get it out. And have, we'll get you the people that will help you help you do it along the way. But um, the power your of an job editor. is to, to change the world. Yeah, the power of an editor, I think, is so often discounted by a lot of people. They don't want to talk about the person that helped them make the book better. And I, my editor was Jocelyn Godfrey from Spiritus Communications. And I, I couldn't have gotten that book to the level it's at. And it wouldn't be staying on bestseller lists if at the end of the day, the product wasn't a good product. Right. It has to be a good book. And, and most of us weren't taught as kids how to write a book. So, you know, we have content, but that's why we bring in editors to clean it up, make it, you know, more readable so that everyone would want to, uh, to, to, you know, turn the next page. And, uh, and it makes sense. I mean, grammatically, I mean, there's little things that, you know, we want to make sure is right. So and you everybody an, needs an editor. You have an editor's panel, right? So people can... I do. I have a whole panel of ghostwriters and editors and folks that can help you um, get it done. And if you can't come to author one on university, uh, I have a lot of these editors in my free Rolodex at rickfrishman.com. So don't worry, we're here to help you just, you know, Pick that up at rickfrishman.com or send me an email and I, and I can uh, connect you with a good editor um, who can help you get it done. But uh, I'd love to see you face-to-face. You know, we, sit, we have five weeks to go um, in October 22 to 24 in Los Angeles. Um, and if you can't make it, you know, we do it twice a year. But, we're, but I, I don't want you to wait till next April. I want you to start the process. I want you to start writing your book. I'm going to give you one more site that's free. We're not okay, selling we're, we're going to do that right after okay. the news break. Right after the break. And we'll talk about book proposals as well. So we'll be right back with Rick Frischman. Remember, the right questions can change your life. And if you're not asking the right questions and need some help, reach out to me at laura at laurasewer.com and we can talk about setting up a one-on-one. We'll be right back. You gave me one of the best pieces of advice the first time we met when I hadn't even written a single word of my book. Um, which was write a book proposal. And I've given that advice to a number of authors that I've personally coached. And I say to them, it doesn't matter whether it's a fiction book or a nonfiction book. A book proposal helps you sort of get centered and understand the business of your book and also lay it out. 
Can you talk to my audience about book proposals and why they're important and some of the things that are included in it? Right. Book proposal is the business plan for your book. And whether you're self-publishing, sending it to an agent, having a traditional publisher, you have to have a book proposal. Uh, we have a book that will teach you how to do it, by the way, which is just the author 101 book, which is about $9 on Amazon. Um, but we also have a free software that will do it for you that one of our students put together. And in essence, what a book proposal is, and write this down, is who you are, what the book's about, and what your platform is. And let's talk about that briefly. Who you are. I want to know your bio. I want to know your websites. We just talked about URLs, www. So tell me that you own laurastewart.com or krishman.com, et cetera, because I'm going to check you out. I'm going to do a Google search and see what comes up on you. Uh, the first thing that, that I do as a publisher is check you out. So tell me what URLs you own and what uh, websites you own. Um, have you been on radio and TV? Will you be doing it in the future? Have you hired a PR firm? So on my site, you'll see that I've been on, you know, on TV and on radio shows and the New York Times, et cetera. I want to see that about you. Tell us about your book. What's the title? What's the subtitle? What do you own the, the URLs for them? Um, I want to know. I'd like to see in there um, 15 chapter headings would be great. Uh, and then give me one chapter so I know you know how to write. Or let me know that you have a ghostwriter and or an editor on board to help you write the book. Give us a competitive analysis. Other books that are just like yours that have done well. And that's so not a bash a little... the competition thing. So yes. many people use that to bash the other books. Yeah, don't bash the books. I mean, here, this is, you know, the other books are good. Don't tell me that there's never been a book ever like yours, because there's a reason for that. Um, there's, you know, your genre, there's tons of diet books, there's self-help books, um, not, you know, fiction books that are, you know, similar to yours. So just tell us how, you know, other books that are similar to yours, but then why yours is better and different, it's newer, because you're a different person. So don't bash the other book, but just say it's a little bit like John Grisham's book or John Gray's book or whatever. Um and then um, tell us a little bit about what you're going to do when the book comes out. You're going to be doing a blog tour. You know, that, tell us about how many people follow you, how many people love what you do on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on YouTube, uh, if, you have an, you know, if you do speeches, if you're a professional speaker. But who's going to buy your book when it comes out? Um, and why do we need your book? I mean, that's really what we're looking for. Um, and if we publish it, why will someone buy it? Um, and what you're going to do to sell it. So there is a wonderful free site called, and it's BP, BP for book proposal, whiz, W-I-Z dot biz, B-I-Z, BP whiz dot biz, that will help you write a book proposal. It is totally free, and you can do it before. You know, It will take you about two days or three days to do it. It's just plug and play, and you can actually do that and then bring it with you to Author 101 University in October or just, you know, have it for you. But that will, that will be your business plan for your book, and everybody needs to do it. Um, 
and it will really make you understand, you know, what your book is about and what where you have some holes. Um, to help write your book, this will help you write your book. Because remember I just said write 15 chapter headings. That's your book right there is 15 chapter headings. And then you can just start talking your book. Um, there's a software called, you know, Dragon Speak, which is about $100 or so. And there's a lot of different softwares you can Google. But basically, you just speak your book into your computer, and it will write it down for you and transcribe it. And if you can talk for about an hour a day, you've written your book. Just do it for an hour a day for like two, three weeks. And a book these days can be as short as 175 pages. You don't need a longer book. A novel is longer, but a nonfiction book is 175 pages. Which is about how many words? That's about 50, 40 to 50,000 words. So you can talk your book every day, have it transcribed, give it to an editor, and, and that's how I do my books. It's, it's easy. Um, but uh, it, So the Dragon Speak will transcribe it automatically in your computer. Um, just give it to your editor, and they'll clean it up. And it can be as short as 40, 50,000 words, 175,000 words. I mean, 175 to 200 pages is great for a nonfiction book. Um, for fiction, usually you're going 250 to 300 uh, pages or so. Obviously, it's, it's a long story. But the book proposal is your first step to getting your book written. You know, write down those 15 chapter headings, and then it can change. It's okay if it changes, but just get going today and start writing that book proposal because that's your business plan for your book. Great. So we just it have, will really help you. We just have a, a couple minutes left. Rick, what advice would you give a new author and would it be different than what you would give somebody already published? Um, new author is don't get discouraged. Everybody, you know, thinks that everybody else is better than they are. And you know what? We want to hear your voice. You have something to say. You have something to teach. Don't worry that you're not Nicholas Sparks or John Grisham or Mark Victor Hansen. Um, if you you got to believe in yourself and don't give up. Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield were turned down 144 times by publishers before one said yes to Chicken Soup for the Soul. Don't worry about rejection. Just keep on going. Get there are lots of wonderful people out there that are uh, that will help you and are there to help you. There's a lot of great resources out there. So, um, you know, don't worry about rejection. It's okay. Keep on going and don't give up. And we're, and now that you know me and you know Laura, um, you will get published. I work with 100 literary agents. I'm a book publisher. Um, I've been doing this for 38 years. Um, every book can get edited. That's okay. But if you have the drive um, and have what it takes, you know, it, we fall in love with a person. When someone sends us a book, you know, I, I want to fall in love with a person and, and their, their, their goals and their dreams and what they're trying to teach. And, you know, we can always edit a book and change the book. So just don't give up. You know, this is your time, and um, you will make it. So, and we're here to help you. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Rick, and for sharing all of your knowledge, which we haven't even tapped the surface of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, and I'm so proud of you again. Remember, I knew Laura, you know, she just had an idea for a book, 
and now she's a best-selling author. That can happen to you. Happen to you. You know, keep on tuning into this show. And uh, author101.com, rickfishman.com, send me an email. We're here to help you. And Laura, keep on doing what you're doing. I'm so proud of you. Thanks so much, Rick. And please say hi to Robbie. And for those of you listening, if you're listening on the podcast and it's after October 22nd, don't worry. Author 101 is twice a year. I highly recommend it. And you can also download, um, order the videos from past shows in case you can't make it for whatever reason. Remember, the right questions can change your life. So what are you asking yourself today? Come find me on Twitter at, at the Laura Stewart. You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.